नमस्ते Hello and welcome friends. Today we are here for our very first blog, Dreams of Dunkirk Spirit. You can read the blog. The link is in the description. Please go and check it out. You know what guys, like uh, more than writing the content of the blog, we were really anxious about the name that we are going to choose for the blog. Like three different personalities bringing the stories together and a name that completely defines them. Like that was really hard and anxious. At the end, we came up with this name, like Dunking Spirit. At first, I couldn't understand the meaning of this name. And I guess some of you don't, right? Like me, I'm not the only one who doesn't understand it. So, Shubhi, can you just explain a little bit about what the name means? Yeah, thank you, Ina, for letting me. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, actually, we both were uh, with we were with a lot of words, you know, a lot of phrases. But then Shweta came up with this term, and she was like, uh, she knew the meaning somehow, and then she said that uh, Dunkirk is a word that uh, actually literally it defines that uh, someone who never gives up, even in the toughest of toughest time, you know. So we thought that yeah, this was the term that connected somehow these stories, all the three stories, and yeah, then we thought that uh, Dunkirk uh, somehow defines the spirit of all the three girls we have uh, defined the story or wrote be about the story which we have written. So we yeah, then it was all connected with the dream. So we just uh, rearranged the terms and we ended up with dreams of Dunkirk spirit. Hope we justified it. <laughs> Yes, and I guess the first dreams that we are going to talk about is Shri's. Like you wrote it, like Shubhi. So get ready for the questions I'm going to ask you about. Yeah, this scares me. <laughs> it feels like I'm in a in my practical exams. Yeah, still I'm ready. Bring it on. Shri, that's really a unique choice of name. So what were the reasons to pick this name for your character? while uh, thinking of the name while framing the character only i had an idea like uh, the name should be somewhere mythological in relation to some god or uh, uh, an ancient place or something like that so uh, while going through all the names it struck like i should go with shri because uh, i just wanted a short sweet mythological name So I went with Shri. Uh, it means goddess of uh, goddess Lakshmi. Uh, that is the goddess of you know money, if you can say. It it, it has uh, several other meanings also. So I just went with that because it was short. It was mythological as well as it just clicked. I felt that it was right. So I just named it Shri. So in the text you showed Shri's desire to become a celebrated member of this world. So what exactly do you mean by celebrated member over here? Like what should be done to be considered celebrated member of this world? Now while for others or the normal standards of the society say that uh, to be the celebrated member of the family you should uh, world uh, you should be having you know a well established house and lots of money and car and all what not but to me while writing this character i had in mind that uh, when if she is aspiring to be a scientist she should have you know 
uh, a good rich knowledge about the subject concerned and as well as she should be you know um, always this uh, this there should be this uh, you know uh, spark in her or uh, wish she should be always wishing to or striving to be better in her field like that um, this uh, dedication should never give get away fade away okay mrs divya shivastav you mentioned a name as an ideal of shri or someone she sees inspiration from we would love to know more about her yeah mrs divya shivastav she was my chemistry teacher when i was in class 11th and 12th she used to teach me chemistry and as you've already said i used to seek inspiration from her um, you know even the smallest and smallest uh, smallest of smallest things she used to uh, to take good care of be it naming of the compounds the iupsc naming and all stuff so she was very careful and very observant like uh, uh, she knew what was going on in the mind of each and every child in of her class these are the traits of a good teacher i guess according to me uh, she she knew like uh, i was supposed to if i'll tell you a story like i was uh, my class was to uh, go on a trip uh, to amritsar in india but uh, i wasn't my 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 parents were not so sure about the security and my going to uh, that uh, the far off place but uh, my friends took my diary and um, the school diary and gave my parents number to her she called and she convinced i know how difficult it would have been to convince them but she convinced my parents that um, i'll take care of her and i'll take her to the trip so she was uh, such a kind of person like she took care holistically if to be said uh, the word will be like uh, complete development and if i am taking chemistry as um, my subject of interest research interest in this coming years it's because of majorly because of her and um, to tell her about um, like personally she was very cultural and uh, very indian uh, to say like uh, she used to wear a sari and very plain not that makeup and all but uh, very commanding in her personality so if you'll ask me more about her i can go on for a day <laughs> because you know it has to be some of two years experience i have to sum up but i i, I re- really respect her like she has shaped my life to a lot extent towards the end you call chemistry as she's best friend so how exactly should we picture this as so when i say chemistry as a best friend i mean basically the knowledge and if in this context she was you know a kind of inclined towards learning chemistry and also yeah the somehow the knowledge was to be interpreted in terms of chemistry and uh, as we all know and with experience we admit also that uh, books and knowledge are your best friends so i meant uh, uh, by saying that chemistry as she's friend i meant that uh, knowledge and uh, you know her goal of life is now her best friends neither um, instead of expecting i guess uh, that was the problem with her that she had too many expectations basically so yeah she now have the expectations and she relies somehow on excelling and learning learning uh, the process not uh, ex- uh, success she did not she do not ask for success but she yeah 
and uh, her best friend is the process of learning and gaining knowledge in chemistry friends of her dream this line makes me wonder what exactly was she's dream friends like and i guess even you guys are curious too right yeah she friends of her dreams um by that phrase in the context of shri i meant like uh, there's a backup story to shri that somehow in the school time she could not make uh, any good friends uh, like uh, they were have she was having friends but uh, yeah they were living far apart in the city so she could not visit them after the school hours so that was the case of shri in her childhood so when she got a time to visit her friends after the school she um, went on like uh, she expected that uh, the uh, the friends would be having some wild and screamy attitude but at the same time they'll be very sensitive uh, towards all her needs and she will be sensitive she will take care of her, of them and they will support and guide her in her career so the other stuff was there the enjoyment stuff was there but uh, later on when you'll read the story you'll come to know that the um the, the the major part that was missing was the uh, guidance and support in her career and like they could not get it so yeah no, the these were the simple things she meant when phrased as uh, friends of her dreams yeah i can totally understand now what she means by friends of her dream i guess every single one of us do have that like somehow we want a certain type of person in our life So Hina, enough of your questions. Let's switch to minds on the fascinating personality Erna. Okay, ready? Yeah. Swirling the water. This seems so familiar. Hina, do you have any such experience where just like Erna, you love to swirl the water? As a matter of fact, I do. It's like swirling the water and stuff. I love playing with water as a child and even now. like staying in bathrooms for hours and hours and rainy season used to be my favorite because there used to be water everywhere collecting rain drops and other stuff so yeah it's one of those thing that i have been doing a long time for a really long time i must say anna seems so brave to me like choosing to walk on the road that is not taken and that is according to me it's really very brave of her no Yeah, in the blog I've seen the word thorny weeds. It would be you know fun knowing from the writer what were the specific thorny weeds of Anna's life. Yeah, like the profession she chose was something not explored by many people. That means she has to do the hard work of finding the um, the options. of profession in that like what is she supposed to become how will she become that convincing parents in indian society is one of the most hardest thing to do it's like they want examples like uh, this person did this oh this person is uh, earning this much only then will they allow the child to do that thing and medical and engineering is something there is like banners and banners of successful people here and there opening clinics and earning this package and that package so they allow such fields but when it comes to a field that is not explored by many people you don't have that many examples to state and mainly in countries like india where it's fresh neuroscience is something really fresh over here not many colleges are even teaching that 
so that makes it a lot more risky thing in parents eyes and even in society it is risky practical sense so convincing them and convincing your own self that even though you're trying something new you're not going to fail in it was one of those thorny weeds she needs to come up over with erna seemed a fun loving easy going person it would be interesting to know and i guess the audience would agree to what events led to the breakdown of her journey breakdowns in her journey so um, if you'll think about it the main thing that uh, erna did wrong was when she was selecting what to become like the future profession for herself she did not keep an account of what she wanted to do or moreover how that life would have been like is just that the trend was to become a medical student so she went along with that trend it's like uh, everyone else is thinking about it why not me it's fun everyone keeps on saying good stuff about it so yeah all that uh public peer pressure family pressure and the trend that was going in the market everything else blinded her and she just picked up anything like without thinking through it and let's be precise a uh, 12 pass student i don't think it, medical line is supposed to be chosen after 12 so she didn't really have that much exposure as we say because there is supposed to be a career counseling sort of a thing that d- doesn't really happen in our society so everything that a child chooses is uh, up between those things that that child is exposed to and medical and engineering are the two most widely exposed profession in india and other than that other professions are like neglected so yeah choosing something that everyone else was choosing and not what she wanted to choose is something what she did wrong so erna had an existential crisis or it would be better to say probably the lows of her life what lessons erna learned back then and what would be the suggestions of erna to our audience as well as to us in coping with such situations so the main thing about anything we try to do as a human is that we get so much consumed with how we wanted to end it like the goal the achievement that feeling of achieving something but in this whole process we forget the main thing that is even if it doesn't turn out how you want it to be the whole journey does not get wasted like what you have learned through the journey does not get wasted so the main thing she did in both of her problems that she faced was that she was over consumed with the goal and she just wanted it wanted to achieve it she didn't really value the journey she was going through and that's why when she could not reach the goal she just went into this sad phase like everything is ending and other things so the main mistake was there and like the advice for the audience who are listening to us will be like don't value the end result that much is just a result it doesn't matter if it's good or bad all you're supposed to do is value what you're learning through the journey of achieving that goal it's like do not put yourself accountable for the result because the result is not just achieved by the person it's a combination of a lot of things so you did your best and that is it even if it's good or bad value it appreciate yourself now hina if we shift and talk about avni like the girl was 
I'm using the word the purposefully. Like she was so determined and um, the strength she possesses. Like uh, if we phrase it, that uh, it would be dream driven. She somehow knew that where she wanted herself to end, and um, she was unsure, like everybody. But yeah, that was about the path, not the dream. And uh, she she has been a uh, hardworking. I, I would love to know your comments on it. Yes, exactly, Shubhi. That's what I feel. That dream-driven nature of Avni is what inspires me the most. Like the part where she had a setback in her life. Like most people would take break. They'll break up. They need a lot of support. But at that very moment. Avni showed this immense power in herself to not just come through that pain that she's feeling after that setback, but then come dub- with double the strength, with double the determination, with double the focus and hard work she's ready to put into her life. Like that is admirable. I actually inspi- get inspired by reading the Avni's part every single time I read it, like every single time. Yeah, I'm getting your point. Like one strong, complete woman, and uh, if we, you know, look at the F cat part, there also she never gave up. She never chose to give up. Yes, that's what. But there is this doubt that I have. Like every single time I did read the content and get inspired by that. But what's this F cat? Like it's mentioned, and how much craze and desire she had for this F cat. I don't know what it is. Can you please explain it to us? So FCAT, FCAT is basically a exam of Indian defense, defense, you know, for Air Force specifically. So when you clear out this exam, this uh, leads you to SSB, and then you can, uh, you know, uh, get posted in various departments of Air Force. What's this SSB then, Shubhi? Okay, yeah. So SSB, uh, that's my fault. I should have explained it early only. Like SSB is basically, you know, a series of tests that uh, after, uh, like you have given the FCAT, that is a written test. Okay, then you have to go through this SSB. It's basically a series of tests for your uh, to judge your personality. Uh, like it would include several psychological as well as fitness uh, tests. Uh, accordingly, like uh, if you if you read about it, you'll get to know much better than me. But uh, yeah, it's basically sort of a personality test. So after FCAT, you have this test, which you have to go on a specific center, where the officers of like if you are specifically talking about Air Force, then the officers of Air Force would be present there, and they would take your interview and all such tests. It includes a lot of tests, in, in fact. And then when you clear out this SSB. Actually, this is the most difficult of all. You have uh, group discussions and you know PPDT. There are a lot of tests actually. I'll, 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 I can explain if someone is so curious about it. But yeah, there are a lot of tests. And then after that, uh, it's just that uh, you have to clear out this SSB first. The FCAT written paper, then the SSB, and then you have to uh, be selected. They'll select you in a merit list and. This is a series of process, so like uh, you can consider as as a three-step process to get into the Air Force. So I forgot to mention earlier that FCAT is basically after your 10 plus 2 plus 3 scheme. Okay, and after 10 plus 2, that is your 12th, you can give the NDA. But for after your uh, graduation, you have to 
appear for FCAT to go into specifically Air Force of the Indian Defense. Okay, like wow, this is um, like a test for overall personality of all the candidates that are coming, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's it will judge you completely. Like uh, there will be a lot of panelists sitting over there, and they, you you can't you know deceive them in this respect. That, that that's fun if if someone gets to go to SSB, it's a big deal here. Yes, sure. Um, so guys, to uh, like end this up and the whole emotional package that we had, we got it into a poem for you. I guess you all will like it. Struggles are those scrappy peels, ignored by all, but a necessity to heal. It nourishes our soul and is best for our goals. Lengthy, yes, it might seem, as it takes time to actually live your dreams. So that is it for today, guys. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as we both did. And it fired up some interest in you all to go and check out our blog. You all know where you'll find it. The link is there in the bio. Go and check it out. Bye-bye.